Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Tuesday. It is uh, September 13th. And uh, man, we have put together um, a couple good days here last week. And now yesterday we ended up positive. And this morning, hey, it looks like we could be heading the same direction. So stay with us today as we talk about that and more when Dave joins us here in just a few seconds. But before we do that, not forget that, uh, look, there's a lot of things in this world that you and I cannot control, but you can control how much risk you have in your current portfolio. Give us a call, 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement design. With that, we've got Dave coming up next. And McGraw, always there, Mr. Faith Hill to you. We're at 8.39 here. It's uh, 21 before 9. Let's... We, we, we got some big changes going on on Wall Street because the government told us how bad our price inflation is. Let's uh, see exactly what is going on this morning with the help of Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services, who's on the phone. And boy, oh boy, am I glad you're on the phone, Philip, because you get instant quotes out of the indexes. And I got a delayed quote, and there was a big difference between my delayed quote from 825 and your instant quote from right now, isn't there? Yeah, there really is. You know, I mean, the news came out and all of a sudden uh, I saw uh, a, a drop immediately in the uh, in the futures, a significant drop, like a 500 point differential. I mean, we were up like 200 or something. Now we were down about 300. So a big change. And when it oh, comes Lord. to the, the futures after what a great day yesterday, right, Dave? Yeah, I was going to say, yesterday, setting the table to start out with, yesterday was a darn good day. The Dow was up 229.6 points. S&P was up by 43, and the NASDAQ was up by 154. Uh, NASDAQ up 1.27%. That's a good day by anybody's book. And then... The big news of the morning, the one basically the big news of the month, evidently looking at the market, uh, the market this morning, is our inflation rate comes out. Now we were kind of priming the pump yesterday by saying I wouldn't be at all surprised to see inflation overall actually go down a little bit because the price of gas has gone down. Well, the market kind of expected a little decrease too, but we went up by one-tenth of a percent last month overall, which gets us to just, quote-unquote, 8.3% overall inflation. But something I was saying yesterday, and I know you agreed with it, the core is what really counts because that takes the volatile stuff like energy and food out of the picture, stuff that can go down after it goes up. And, oh, my gosh, they expected a three-tenths of a percent increase in the core inflation, we got six-tenths of a percent, which brings our core inflation up to 6.3%. My Lord, Philip, they were only expecting 6.1, and they were that was an increase. Yeah, they really were. And so I got to say, Dave, these numbers are not good news. And the market is definitely telling us that this morning, because that means that we can expect a more or continued or maybe even more aggressive uh, playbook from the Federal Reserve. And so not good news at all for uh, for the marketplace. Yeah, I think those hopes, <laughs> hopes of <laughs> only a half a percent at the end of the month just went completely out the window. Three quarters of a percent is a slam dunk. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see a full percent increase on the reference interest rate when the open market committee meets at the end of the month, because uh, after we you know whacked us hard for two times in a row, 
inflation just keeps going up. And uh, now they've had two months to think about it and two months to let their uh, measures bake in, and the trend is going completely in the wrong direction. Yeah, it really is. You know, it's one of those things a friend of mine used to say uh, back in the 2008 or the 2000 bear markets. He'd always say, yep, there's a lot of hopeism out there. You know, a lot of hopeism out there. And so I think that's what we were seeing yesterday. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, the expectation, of course, that they were assuming that the decrease in energy prices, everybody's noticed the price of the pump has gone down on gas. So it was a fair expectation at the very least we'd have another month where uh, the president could stand up and say inflation was zero last month. We fixed the problem. Well, now we can say inflation was just a little bit last month. We fixed the problem. And then everybody can look at the core and go, what are you smoking, Joe? Well, yeah, you think about that, and this is definitely not helping uh, Washington, D.C. and the White House at all with uh, their elections coming up in November, because this just goes to show you that inflation is not under control and that what they're doing isn't, uh, well, maybe it's working, but it's working awful slow because these numbers just don't project that uh, that we're slowing down any. Oh, no. You've got to keep in mind that in addition to the Federal Reserve, and you mentioned this last week because it's kind of fallen off the radar screen, in addition to raising the interest rates, uh, the Federal Reserve is also starting to actually shed bonds. They stopped buying new bonds and reinvesting in the economy back in March, but now they're actually starting to sell them, which ends up dropping the price and raising the yield on bonds, both federal and mortgage-backed bonds. So, I mean, we've got a double whammy going as far as interest rates are concerned, which uh, I hate to say it because I hate it. I hate it when it happens to me, but you know it's needed. But Lord, the the incentive for the Fed to go AP is pretty strong right now. It really is, Dave. I'm looking at the uh, Treasury rates; they have skyrocketed. The yield on the uh, on the two years gone to three point seven percent, and the thirty year is three point five four. So that difference, that spread between those two has gotten bigger. (laughs) Which tells you what the expectations are. I saw a survey overnight, and it kind of brings it up to this. They surveyed big business owners and brokers and whatnot as to which direction you expected things to go. A solid majority. The choice was in uh, in 90 days, do you expect the S&P to be at 4,800 or 3,300? A solid majority now was voting for 3,300, meaning they're expecting another dip in the bear market. And you and I both said this. There's almost always a double dip in the bear market. We just had a little bit of a recovery. Uh, There's almost always a double dip. And a solid majority of investment honchos are now saying they expect that dip to go as far down as 3,300. When I look at uh, interest rates like this and the kind of sell-off we're experiencing this morning, I'm kind of starting to fall over on that level myself. How about you? Yeah, I'm thinking that we um, definitely is not looking, it's not looking real promising, right? That we we continue to see a, a decline, and we've already, I mean, let's face it, the you know the S and P 500. Uh, I think it was through the month of uh, of July or through June that, that it was down 20 percent year to date. Um, now, granted, July was a pretty decent month for all the indexes, but uh, August didn't follow through, right? And we had three or four weeks right there in a row where we were down. Uh, last week was good, uh, but uh, this week uh, it started out so well, far. but I'm, it's not going to finish well. It, it doesn't look like right now. I know it's only Tuesday, but, man, they're going to chew on that information for a while, and, uh, 
and, and continue to watch that. And it's going to be interesting to see there's um, tomorrow. Yeah. You got the final number on the producer price index that could cause a little bit, but that's the only thing that comes out tomorrow. I think Thursday is going to be a big day though. Oh, yeah. I think the unemployment numbers as they come out the first time claims will really have a uh, have an effect. Uh, next week, if memory serves, is when the number that uh, that uh, Jay Paulson watches most closely comes out. That's personal consumption expenditure inflation. I'm not sure why he favors that over the overall core number like this, but he's always said that he prefers the PCE inflation numbers being what his guide was, and that'll come out one week before the Federal Reserve meeting at the end of the month. And that, that, that could probably be the next major market mover. If that's a pleasant surprise, we'll, stable, we'll stabilize and settle down a little bit. But right now, uh, I've got to assume that virtually every big hit on the market is saying, sell fast while there's a chance. Well, you got to be looking at it because, I mean, also on Thursday, you get retail sales. I got to think that's going to put some weight on, too, um, as to what those are. And, you know, I think they're going to be looking for those to be falling. If they're not falling, then people are still spending money. And so that that's going to also add to the Fed's uh, bucket list. We are decidedly into a bad news is good news situation because bad news for the economy is good news as far as the equities are concerned because we don't need to get kicked in the slats any farther by the Federal Reserve more than we expect. That's right. I mean, you know, we expect three quarters of a percent, but man, if this, these numbers keep being rosy, then, uh, you know, I, I'm going to say 1% would definitely not be off the table. And before we went on there, you were even putting out there one and a quarter, man. Bite your tongue. <laughs> it, it was with my tongue planted firmly in my cheek, but the way things are looking, it's not out of the realm of possibility right now. Uh, not a lot going on as far as corporate reports are concerned to uh, buoy us up a little bit. Uh, you, you mentioned something, and I was having some fun with it, mainly because I'd never heard of it before. I thought it was an airport rental company, but uh, Rent-A-Runway? I thought they rent were renting airports out. <laughs> rent the Runway. That's one of those uh, companies that rents out formal wear, you know, that type of stuff. And, and they probably rent out more stuff than that. But, but they, uh, they came out uh, today or yesterday and said, look, we are uh, laying off uh, 24% of its uh, corporate work staff. Um, that's a pretty big deal. They're cutting their, uh, they're trying to cut their fixed costs down. Um, because of the uncertainty that's going on. And man, I mean, they're already a cheap stock, but they're down right now 30.5%. Still Ooh. not at their 52-week low, though. Their 52-week low is $2.99. Right now, they're at $3.43. So, uh, you know, it's uh, it's not a good day for them. To the rest of the bad day that we're having. About the only other one I heard about that reported, and again, we keep saying right now we're in the doldrums between earnings seasons, so there's not a lot of indications out. High tech has always been a little bit on the upsy downsy side because they're so affected by interest rates. Oracle is one of the dinosaurs in the high tech industry. They, they I gather, basically performed okay last quarter, huh? They did, based on whose numbers you look at, right? I looked at one set, they missed on earnings by about three cents a share. Um, the other report said revenue came in with expectations and everything else was in line, uh, but revenue did jump 18% in the most recent quarter. So that was some good news. Now that's not from what was expected, but that's from a year ago. So that was, that was good news for them. 
they they had a I guess a lot of that was because they recently bought another software maker called Cerner. So, but they're uh, they're well, they were up when I first looked at them, Dave. They're they're basically even right now. Which uh, well, my delayed quote has them up, but one point seven percent up is at the top of my big gainer list right now, which gives you an idea how red the ink is on Wall Street at the moment. Uh, resetting the table, it was update yesterday. Everything looked bright and shiny, and then eight thirty comes, and we get our inflation report. And I got to ask you, how bad is it forty five minutes before we start trading? You know, it's dropping pretty fast, uh, Dave. The, the Dow is actually down 1.3%. That's $420. We got the uh, S&P 500 down one and three quarters. That's down $72. You got the NASDAQ 100. Get this one, Dave. Down two and a third percent. That's $298. Um, yeah, and then you got the small cap Russell 2000 down another 1.8%. So, not good at all on that front. It's going to be one of those days. And then uh, you flip over to the commodity side. You know, yesterday when we talked, silver was having a great day. It's given some of that back this morning. Um, it's down one and a third percent. Gold's down one and a third percent. So everything's getting hit, um, which is exactly the opposite you would expect this morning. And then crude oil is down a half a percent, $87.20 a barrel. That's about the only good news we can glean, and that's a big drop from just 20 minutes ago because I had it slightly up, so price of gas at the very least might be a little bit of relief. Overseas markets, the Asian rim market was happy. They closed pretty much all up at the close at 6 a.m. this morning. Europe took one look at us and went, oh boy, they're heading for the hills too. Everything is down. Not a lot yet midday in Europe, but uh, they're heading in the same direction we are. Uh, days like this are exactly why having a plan for a retirement is what you need and getting the risk out for days like this, because if you follow them day by day, you could really get an ulcer in a hurry. How do I find you to stabilize my retirement plans, Philip? You know, absolutely. It's days like this that you're glad that you have a core retirement design. Um, so give us a call. That's what we've done. We've put together our core retirement design and it helps people level out that, uh, that risk that's in their current portfolio and make sure that they've got everything lined up for the retirement they always dreamed of. Give us a call, 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement design. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730, 95.3 FM. And we will be back again here tomorrow morning to uh, see just how big the bloodbath is today and whether or not we can turn the corner tomorrow here on light. Philip, you have a good day. We'll catch you soon, all right? All right, babe. Take care. Thank you. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Hey, guys. i uh, glad you joined us today. Look, I'm going to be uh, at some training the rest of this week, so I will uh, won't, won't be here. But uh, you can still catch Dave every morning about 8.40, 8.45. He'll come on and update you on what's happening. And then I'll be back on Monday right here, same place, same time. Look forward to seeing you then.